millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. 
now. NobleGoldInvestments.com Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Hello, everyone. We are back live. We're diving further into Connect versus True the Vote. I had several very interesting phone calls today, um, you know, some with um, right-wing people who would normally support True the Vote who are now taking a step back and saying, well, how much of their claims are really true? Is, was there ever a third person um, in, in that hotel room, why are Greg and Catherine sitting in jail right now? Is it because there is no third person? People are at, uh, asking questions they weren't previously asking, and we're going to dive into this and try to see if there's answers to those questions. Here to join me is independent uh, investigative journalist George Webb. Thank you for joining me, George. You were uh, in the courtroom. You were in the courtroom in federal court yesterday, one of, I think, only four reporters there. Yeah. So it's good to have you. It's great to be here. And I just want to compliment you, Ivory, for your uh, connection to this. I know you were in the courtroom on Friday and you and I both know I've covered a lot of trials in D.C. What happens in the courtroom is sometimes completely different than how mainstream media tells the story. I mean, completely different. So it's people like you. You really, with, with these courts, are a lifeline for your audience to tell them especially what's actually when, going on. Yeah. Especially when no cameras are allowed in the courtroom. So you can't just see the video for yourself. So someone's right. got to be taking notes and it's like, do you trust, do you trust the note taker? You know, I could have been telling, you know, making all of this up, but somebody, somebody did secretly film um, the, the perp walk yesterday when they were being. Um, it wasn't me, <laughs> but, but I saw it. I've been watching your summaries and they've been very good for your audience. They've been spot on as far as the key things that have come out and as, as far as evidence is concerned. So I saw your tweet today. You said you're now taking a totally different perspective on Greg Phillips, the key associate of Catherine Engelbrecht, founder of True the Vote. Um, you're rethinking everything about him, and I want to get your take on that. I also spoke with a man who has known Catherine for many years, and Greg, um, since her founding of, of True the Vote. He has also known Judge Hoyt since 2008. So this man's perspective on all this was very fascinating. I'm going to give you shed some light on it for you. Um, so um, I am first. I'm a shout out the sponsor of my coverage because I'm an independent uh, reporter, and people always ask, "Who are your sponsors, Ivory?" Well. They are um, in independent advertisers. So shout out to sponsor my coverage. Here's the story. A Texas mother locked herself in a bedroom with her kids and shot an intruder through the door. Reportedly, the mother was at home with her kids when a man broke in through the garage. There, the mother took her and her kids to the bedroom where the intruder refused to leave and continued to try to get them. She warned him and dialed 911 and had a gun. After the perp continued to try to get in, she fired one shot and the man ran away. He was later identified and caught by police with one bullet wound, you guys. Once medically cleared, he was booked into jail on burglary charges. This is why many people strongly support the Second Amendment. 
It's also why I highly recommend the support the second coin. And in the next 30 seconds, I'm going to explain how you can get yours for free. It has engraved in bold letters the words second amendment is my gun permit and uh that's on one side and then second amendment uh u.s constitution on the other my favorite engraving on it is the skull with two revolvers with the american flag in the background this um challenge coin makes for an excellent investment or conversation piece try inspect and judge the support the second coin with your own eyes and hands risk-free for yourself. Go to the link below. Down in my description, www.supportthesecond.com and uh, support one of the best protections this land has to offer, our own Second Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. That is the sponsor of my coverage. With that being said, Greg, uh, I'm sorry, George Webb is going to dive into Greg Phillips' case. Um George, you've looked further into what Greg Phillips is all about, his background. Of course, we know Greg is the bearded man we always see next to blonde Catherine Engelbrecht. They're both in federal jail right now um, because they would not disclose that confidential informant to the federal judge. All right, George, what have you found out today? Well, as an independent journalist uh, like yourself, we're just collectors of it's sort of like gathering pieces of a puzzle, I think, is a good analogy. And you put the pieces to the puzzle together and you say what direction you think it's going. Oh, I think this is a seascape or this is uh, this is this. But you don't ever have the complete picture until you have all the evidence. So I want to say that first, that we're intelligence gatherers and we're trying to put the pieces together. I collect uh, in different articles that have been written about Greg Phillips. I don't know Greg Phillips. Um, I saw the movie he did with Dinesh D'Souza. I won't say the name of it. Um, and it was a powerful film in 2020. I think people might know what I'm talking about. Um, Charlie well, Kirk. Came out earlier this year. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie Kirk was in it. Uh, Lee. Uh, uh, the Fox commentator, uh, I think it's it's not Lee Elder. I'm kind of trying to remember his name all of a sudden. Uh, the the black gentleman from Fox News, uh, Sebastian Gorka was in it. So there's a lot the of people. Prager, you guy, yeah, all those yeah. guys were in it. They they were all in it. Salem, I think, is the name of the organization. So that was my only uh, really uh, experience with Greg Phillips. He was in the movie. He was sort of the high-tech guy uh, who had all the data and all the answers and all the geo-tracking of all the phones. I was pretty impressed by the the guy. Larry Elder. I thought it was Larry Elder, but I wasn't quite sure. Uh, But it was a very impressive film, emotional film. It drew you in uh, that, hey, is this really happening to our elections? And this is a valid emotion, I think. Uh, So I came to Texas uh, when I saw you at the court. Uh, uh, yesterday for the first time, uh, I was pretty much, you know, uh, up until the day before, pretty much a fan uh, of of Greg. But then a whole bunch of things started coming out. Uh, And one was an article written by Jacob uh, Applebaum, who is an independent journalist. Some people now say he's a Mossad guy. He's living in Germany, in Berlin. But I had seen him do a lot of good things in uh, uh, 2020 with uh, identifying some of the people with 
with Obama and, and Hillary Clinton and so forth. And then in 2016, he did a lot of good work. Uh, and he went through point by point on Greg Phillips' uh, career, uh, calling it this name of this title, which we can't say, uh, but it's a, no- a big number and has to do with a farm animal. And, um, and from outer space, it's, so you can Google it. And he went through the background. It's on, your, it's on George Webb's um, Twitter. Yeah, I, I go through all the sources. And he goes through mainly three states that G- Greg was involved in. He was involved in, in the state of Texas, obviously, uh, with the Health and Human Services, writing a very large $1 billion bill to privatize parts of HHS. He had a similar role in Mississippi, and then he had a similar role in in Alabama. In Alabama, in all three of the states, he had been very active in fundraising and helping people get elected, and then he seemed to get a job that might not have followed his background as a guy in transportation with a transportation degree from the University of Alabama or one of the Alabama universities to be in health. And so Applebaum goes through and shows kind of how he did a little bit of self-dealing. He would give out a large contract, and then a friend of his would get the, the business, or he would give out a large contract, and then he would go work for that firm. Uh, and then yeah, I, looked, um, I looked a little bit at the article that you were citing, um, and it, it references this previous article from 2005 from the Cron. Headline privatization role reveals ethics gap in state law. Lengthy article about Greg Phillips way back then. So I see what you're saying. Go on. Yeah. So again, we're independent journalists collecting information. Okay. Uh, and the Cron article is one example. Um, and these other articles are just points that we want to always. Uh, double down on and then go and ask the person at the trial, hey, what about this? What what do you think about this? If you look at Greg Phillips, he talks about it the other way. Hey, I privatized a whole bunch of stuff and eliminated a lot of waste in these governments. Um, and yeah. and w- so where they intersect is when he Greg goes to work at this company called AutoGov in San Antonio, Texas. And Catherine Engelbrecht becomes his controller there. And the it? whole, um, I, I need to go back to the Applebaum article because um, I, I, I'm just collecting all this and, uh, as we go. Uh, I, I, I get the feeling that it's been a number of years, more than five. Um, I want to say 2005, but that may be wrong. It could be later than that. But I, I get the feeling they've known each other for four or five years at least. Um, your friend who, who has known both of them and the judge a long time might have a better insight into that. But right. there was this financial relationship between the two of them. And she was... Oh, identif- I'm, reading it, I'm reading in the article here, yakovapplebaum.com. Um, by the end of 2004, after acquiring a toxic reputation, Phillips finally got out of government health and human services business and founded AutoGov. So it was tw- 2004. Yeah, I thought it was 2005, 2004-ish. So they've known each other for quite some time. Um, but it... it Normally, as a reporter, you can kind of 
uh, I do news and opinion. So it's kind of like, okay, there's the news reporter like Steve Ducey at Fox. I know you were at Fox uh, for a long time. Um, and then there's the Sean Hannity piece, which is the opinion piece. And normally you don't weigh in on your opinion side unless you're at a critical juncture, like one week to go in the election, like we are now, and you see maybe a disaster about ready to happen. And then you want to sound the warning bell. And what I saw happening at the trial, and I'd be interested in your take, Ivory, is I saw Catherine kind of going over the falls with Greg um, in the sense that Here's a meeting. The whole gist of the whole crux of why they're in jail right now and why they're supposedly in contempt is uh, the identification of what I call the third man. There's a meeting right. in, in the Antoine Hotel in Dallas, Texas, in January of 2021. One individual there is Greg Phillips, who has said he's had a relationship with the FBI. Okay, is attorney said that he's Greg has said that as a sort of a confidential informant guy. The second mm-hmm. guy is also Mike, Michael Hansen from Sterling, Virginia is also been involved as an FBI informant. The third person who they're saying cannot be okay, named. So you just, okay. So to catch the viewers, you just dropped the name of the um, alleged hacker, the person I've been calling the alleged hacker. I haven't named him on my show yet because didn't want to out him, but he is on the public record in the court documents now. And I saw you tweeted out the, um, the lawsuit that he's now been uh, brought into. So yeah, as up today, I guess it's pronounced Hassan. Hassan. Okay. The name is, um, well, it was brought up in court for all of the, yeah, see, yeah, he's the alleged hacker for all of those at YouTube. It's my fault. It's George Webb fault. Uh, It's not, uh, Ivory's fault at all. It's my fault. So don't strike her or anything for telling the truth. Uh, but this guy has a history with election systems in Virginia. And one of the places where Connect Systems uh, is, is in a couple of counties in Virginia. There's, I think, 32 different counties that Connect Systems does. The election poll chief software, which is organizing the poll chiefs at these locations and then the poll workers at the locations. And the gist of this whole trial and why Eugene Yu is being held for potentially data theft is that 1.8 million of these worker information went to China. And it had things like bank accounts and social security numbers and things that shouldn't be in poll worker data. So it looks like this guy uh, from the second guy, the hacker, the guy with the juice, basically, who's showing all the software and he's diving into the Connect systems. And he's showing how with this binary edge software that it's, all this data is going to China. This is the, the key guy. He's already been identified. Right. So if there was some big, uh, you know, machine out there preparing a case for the FBI to get to get Eugene Yu, we already evaded him. The third person is only an ancillary kind of hanger on in this story. He's not a key guy in terms of he knows something about the poll chief software or he knows something about the IP addresses in China or he's a binary edge expert. None of those things are true. He's not a critical person in that. 
Um, Greg Phillips has called him a coward for not coming forward. Um, what, he, what he appears to be is someone who spent a lot of time on the Mexican-Texas border. And is That's a what Greg said, yeah. And he's been a confidential informant. And I can and tell you... And the judge's you, argument, and, and everything that Greg was saying, the judge's argument was like, well... That's we're just taking your word for it. But where's the proof? You know, where's the proof that this guy exists at all? Maybe there were even more people than three in that room. The judge wants some more some proof. He feels like Greg's lying. Well, I think the judge knows who the person is. And uh, I think the 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 federal informants database in order for you, there is a system. I can't remember. It's a. non-confidential informant system or confidential informant system and NCIS. I can't remember the actual acronym, but all these are registered. And I, I think the reason why the judge is pressing is because he knows who it is. And uh, I work quite a bit with Jeffrey Prather, who spent a lot of years in DEA and a lot of years in special forces, and they use confidential informants. He worked with Kiki Camarena. Uh, he, he did a lot of DEA stuff. And a lot of times you give people money, to go do a drug deal. A lot of times you give people drugs to go do a drug deal. Um, and if there's any intermingling, this is the part I fear for Catherine. If there's any intermingling of what they call the poke or the ringer or money that's used as bait, there's any intermingling with that going to an election official in Alabama where Greg worked for somebody in was elected in Alabama or in Mississippi, somebody working there and got him elected or somebody in Texas where he got somebody elected. That's a bait, right? If Greg took any money, even $5 from that guy and gave it to one of his politicians, he's on the hook. That's what Abscam was all about. That was the Abscam uh, thing in the 80s, I think it was, maybe it was the late 70s, where they gave politicians money and the politicians pulled the suitcase underneath the table. And that's when they, if this is Abscam only, I call it tech scam. If this is tech scam, and that's why they think they're protecting this informant, we could be not only taking Greg Phillips over the falls, but anybody associated with it that took the money, even if they didn't know that it was coming from that source, could be going over the falls with her. So this is where I was saying, oh, my gosh, this Catherine might not know the sources of this money. Time to separate. You know, you know Kamala Harris, when she talks about the Venn diagrams, this is when you want to say, here's the blue uh, Greg Phillips diagram and here's the Catherine diagram and then we want to go like this we want to put these two things apart whatever Greg was doing over here with this money that's not my business I'm over here over here and 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 that's all I said and now Charlie Kirk was in the movie that we're talking about with the large number of farm animals about elections and Charlie used my video from outside the courtroom, but he deleted that part that said, I think they should separate. And that really, your, so your, your little, uh, report that you did yesterday outside the court. Yes. Charlie, you used, both did little cell phone yep, reports. Two minutes. Yeah. Charlie, Charlie did yours, but edit it. Edit it. Yes. 
Yes, he took my thing where I said they've just been, you know, Greg has just been put in. I think he avoided you because he knew you knew more about the case. He picked the, the reporter who had the least courtroom time, but we were the only two. There's a weird background with Charlie Kirk. I have questions for him. Okay, I want you to go. Well, I'm kind of done. I mean, Charlie Charlie was in that movie, and he picked out the part where I said Greg went to jail or went into custody on the 10th floor there, and Catherine went into custody, and that cut. He did. He, he cut the part where I said, and I think this is time for Catherine to separate from Greg. And mm. I, I just don't know why. I give mm. him the benefit well, of the doubt. Maybe he just wanted yeah. a short, concise clip, but yeah. my question for Char- maybe Charlie didn't want to air my report because um, maybe it was associated with the fact that two days before I was asked to speech- speak on stage at Turning Point last year, I was banned from the Turning Point event inexplicably. Inexplicably, we later learned that Fox was the primary sponsor of that event, and I'm the Fox whistleblower. But that's a whole different story. Uh, so, well, to that drama, point, to that point, you just said. Um, I, I don't know how to say this graciously, but but when you have somebody who's kind of got that media photogenicity, let's just leave it at that, like Catherine and like yourself, they want to knock that down. I'm an old tired shoe, <laughs> so they don't care what I do. But if you have an up and cumper with a photogenicity, that's the ones they seem to go after. I'm, I'm not trying to just compliment you, but but Catherine is kind of fills that same person. She was a rising star. Uh, she had testified in front of Congress with the IRS targeting, if you remember, in 2014 in front of, uh, uh, I can't remember whose committee, the senator from uh, um, Vermont and uh, Diane Feinstein's committee. And she got famous from that. And then she had come up uh, with the true the vote thing and kind of that Ron Paul um Tea Party group here in Houston, uh-huh. and and you're that same person. <laughs> you know, you're from Houston. You know, you're not from Atlanta. So I I think there may be some truth there. Hmm. I don't know, but um, it's interesting. I, I can tell you uh, my story. I mean, I had some very interesting back to back phone calls, uh, two of which were entirely off the record, uh, but. Hopefully we can bring this stuff forward uh, because this is major stuff. But the one that's on the record, I can I can talk about. So I talked to um, Donald Hooper, who's in um, in the legal community in in Houston, um, and he um, knows many of the lawyers. Um, and he, anyway, he had this situation with Judge Hoyt back in two thousand eight. Um, Donald Hooper was asked to sit in on a case that um, a, the, a trial that Judge Hoyt was overseeing uh, involving the district attorney at the time. And um, so Donald Hooper has been familiar with Judge Hoyt and how he uh, tries cases for many years. And he said that Judge Hoyt is a no-nonsense judge who can sniff out the BS really easily. And, and Donald said, what Judge Hoyt is seeing right now is BS from, from Greg Phillips. That this is just Donald Hooper's take, um, knowing Judge Hoyt and, and, um, 
you know, Donald Hooper's a, a Republican for all the Republicans out there on the side of, of true the vote. Um, you know, Judge Hoyt is Reagan appointed a, as well. And um, Judge Hoyt, uh, um, Donald Hooper said basically he had nothing but wonderful things to say about Judge Kenneth Hoyt. And I know that in our review of this case so far, we've looked really critically at, at, at Judge Hoyt and said, what, like I said in my last live stream yesterday, my big question is the fact that he won't—he doesn't want to acknowledge the arrest of Eugene Yu from Connect makes me raise questions about Judge Hoyt. But Donald Hooper says Judge Hoyt has a phen- phenomenal background, um, and he really Donald Hooper is very concerned about Greg Phillips. Donald Hooper also knows Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht going back many years. Get this. I didn't, I, I didn't, I don't know their personal lives. I didn't know their dating. Donald Hooper said that Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht are a couple and that it was after she started dating him that, that Donald Hooper has serious concerns for Catherine now because she feels that Greg is dragging her into some questionable shenanigans that she may not even be aware of how deeply she's being dragged into this. But this is her significant other. And so she has this loyalty to Greg Phillips. I was just like, wow, that's crazy. So, so but, I have so a Donald- source that said the same thing. Um, and um, um, I don't want to give away the source necessarily, but he was a speaker at the pit uh, when they uh-huh. spoke in August of this year, was it? So they all went to Phoenix and they drove out on these buses and they went to this big pit. Um, and uh, apparently uh, Catherine was there and Greg was there. And, and this person said, well, they're together, aren't they? I mean, that's the first thing he said to me is, you know, the, in a divorce case, let's say the first thing you want to do, this is um, uh, the, just Jeff Prather. He's a, a very well-known um, ex-Special Forces, ex-DEA, as I said before. He said, you want separate lawyers uh, in any case where they're attacking a, a married couple, not because you don't like your spouse, but you don't have attorney-client privilege then if you don't have a separate lawyer. So you, so what goes to one goes to all. And now you can't deny or you can't distance yourself. This is why I said, you know, you saw that the the lawyer there, you were there uh, for Catherine, wasn't really saying anything. Everything was being said by the Phillips's lawyer. And when that is, uh, when you're joint pooling like that, what goes for one is goes for all. If Oh, my understanding was those lawyers were all working together for both Catherine and Greg. But didn't she add the lawyer to her left later as she started getting more uncomfortable with Greg? I thought that was the case. Maybe that's not not proven, but I thought she added a lawyer and he's he was a consultant working for True the Vote and then they ended that relationship. He's no longer a consultant for True the Vote. Well, I know story. that attorney um attorney uh Michael Wynn was new to the case on Thursday. Were you in court on Thursday? I may have missed you. No, 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 I wasn't. Okay. Um, yeah, can't, so- can't miss me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, now that's that's the guy who who 
was to hit, uh, to Catherine's left, sitting on Catherine's side of the bench, right at the defense table. No, t- uh, attorney Michael Wynn had the glasses sitting across from her next to Greg, and um, he took the lead on that case. Her other lawyer, who would have been sitting next to her, um, actually was had a pre-scheduled cruise, as reported in court on Monday, yesterday. And well, well you saw. I've been to a lot of these. I mean, I've been Flynn case, Bijan Kian case, Paul Manafort case, attending every day, Paul, Roger Stone case. Um, the lawyer getting up and testifying for the company never happens. What I saw happen in that courtroom where he said, this is how it's all going down, judge, never happens. Because the the idea in the in, in that hearing is, are you going to continue to stonewall? Are you going to continue to buck the order here on the restraining order and the uh, demand here to give the third name up? Or are you going to tell us? Mm-hmm. So so it really be, should be a direct question and direct testimony. Catherine Engelbrecht, are you going to give us the name or not give us the name? Greg Phillips, are you going to give us the name or not give us the name? The reason why I'm saying this is you could very easily slip, and you mentioned this in your show last night, into the criminal court. You could do I mean, something. If, if you look at the defamation lawsuit filed by Connect uh, uh, September 12th, they, um, the number of times they, they write illegally is countless. Connect is painting the story of illegality on the behalf of True the Vote, um, definitely. So if they lose the defamation case, they, it could turn into a criminal case, basically. If Connect gets proved correct that they did something illegal like Connect is alleging. But if not, then why wouldn't True the Vote counter sue and say, how dare you accuse us of something illegal? Well, this is the difference between the actual act itself and then the process crimes that follow. I know Adam Schiff. It's always the process crimes. The Mike Flynn cases that comes to mind. Uh, process crime would be you made a representation in court in a civil case that wasn't true. You mm-hmm. you made a you you made a representation or you did something, which is criminal, right? Where you're being put in prison for that for contempt, which is amplifying and escalating a civil case. I have a civil case against CNN for defamation, same same exact crime, and it's been for two months. And I'm like, I've been through this a couple of times with the DNC, I sued the FBI, I sued the CIA. It takes two years. This thing has moved on at breakneck speed from a September the 20th initial filing to all the way to the, this is why I say the judge knows the score. The judge knows who the third guy is. And he's just letting so, the people put their neck into the noose. Well, it was quite interesting. I don't know if you saw the court filing, you probably did, where the judge uh, ordered to unseal the photo of the potential third guy. We don't even know if it is the correct person. Um, the judge wants that picture out in the open, even though both the plaintiffs and defendants said, we don't want it out in the open. What's your take on that? Well, I, I know from facial recognition software that we immediately be able to identify the person uh, with clear view or any of 
Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. These applications, you'll be able to immediately identify who it is. They want, I mean, my opinion here is I know when the FBI knows they have a case. And Mm -hmm. if Greg took $5 and gave it to True the Vote, and True the Vote didn't raise their hand and go, "That's, that's dirty money, I don't want it, you know, and they say this is all audited, then she could be on the hook criminally along with them. And that's where I want her to dissociate herself and just say, I wasn't there at the meeting. Be on record. This is the key. Be on record. Don't let that lawyer talk for you. Be on record Mm -hmm. yourself. And she didn't say this in her affidavit. 
She had well, a chance. In her, now, now, she testified Thursday at length, and she made it clear that she was not in the hotel room meeting in Dallas, January 2021, that Greg Phillips was there by himself with two other men. That's the narrative. And that after seeing that data, he drove immediately to Houston to tell her everything he saw. Right. So hopefully that uh, will, uh, you know, exonerate her uh, from this. But if she knows the name, right, and then doesn't give up the name, right, unless unless they get married and then they claim husband-wife uh, marriage defense, which you can do, uh, the, the palimony won't do it. She's required to give the name if the judge tells her to give the name. She can't save the the name because she's a reporter. She can't and claim was, First Amendment here. I don't believe. So why, again, uh, explain for us who don't know why her receiving money from Greg would be Ill- illegal? Well, if, put it this way, if the judge says there's probable cause, that there is maybe something untoward about this money, and he and she doesn't then allow law enforcement to move ahead. It could be considered obstruction of justice. Now she could remain to be silent, but that's the well. Part unless that, I'm missing something, money was not discussed in these hearings. Okay. Well, the, it, it, Greg's characterization of this meeting in Dallas is just about looking at data. Right. Correct. Right. Just about looking right. at data. Okay. Uh, well, then maybe that's not a valid concern. Uh, maybe it's just uh, the binary edge uh, software. But if um, I'm not a lawyer, so I, you know, I, I don't know all the ins and outs here. But when a judge says, compels you to testimony and and you don't and you defy that, then uh, that's what contempt the court is. Now, if she has a Fifth Amendment defense here, if it would incriminate her or her family, so you're not required to testify against yourself if it would be incriminating or your family members, but you have to be married to that person. So there's no constitutional protection. If you know a crime has been committed and a judge is saying, you saw the crime being committed, and 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 you say, well, it's it's somebody I know for my whole life. I've known this person for fifty years, and I want to protect him. I don't want to see him go to jail. That's not a defense. You're on the hook for contempt if you don't say what you saw. Hmm. Wow. Well, so. let me just say my my big my first question was sitting in uh, on Thursday when. Greg and Catherine were called to stand to testify for several hours. Um, that was the first time that I sat in on one of the hearings in this lawsuit. And my first big question was when he was asked about observing that data and taking notes. Here he is with this um, alleged hacker. I, I don't know. Some people say don't call him a hacker because he simply looked through an open door in a Chinese server, I guess. Um, but you're looking at, terabytes of data is what he said and um, alarming data, personal American information associated with elections, but in China. 
and you take no notes. Greg said on the, on the witness stand Thursday that he took zero notes, zero photos, zero copies of that information, simply looked at it for several hours, drove away and talked to Catherine about it. Now, as a journalist, whenever I go and witness something, I, I take photo evidence. I write down notes of what I saw, especially something that important. Um, you don't want to forget key things you saw. So when Greg said that he took zero notes, zero pictures, zero copies, that was hard to believe. And I was like, well, surely Greg Phillips wouldn't lie on, lie under oath. That was my first question. Then uh, Sunday, when he wrote on Truth Social that they're going to jail because of a coward, a man who's not, who's only ancillary, not even directly associated with that. My question was then, why don't you just say his name? If he's, if you have no respect for him, he's a coward and he's not really associated with this case. Why don't you say his name? Um, because the federal judge is demanding that the judge was even asking him to say it to him in, in private away from media. And, um, so then that, that was my big question, too. And that's when I got the chance to speak briefly with Catherine um, as she walked into court yesterday. That was the one thing I asked her. Why are you guys protecting someone that Greg called a coward? And she said, well, that was just a moment of frustration for him. Um, so I, I, I had saw, questions. That- I saw her out in the hallway like you did, having that conference with the attorneys. And their defense was going to be like, let's wait six hours. So we can talk to this FBI agent in San Antonio. Um, mm-hmm. But but I, I'm with you. What's the harm in saying who this person is? At least, so, right. you know, well, unless yeah. it's an entrapment. And and I've, I've, I've had the FBI follow me and, and the 302s are out there. Anybody wants to Google me and FOIA me. I know what it's like to have a whole bunch of FBI guys following you when you're trying to do a story about missing uranium in Piketon, Ohio. So, mm. so, so what I'm saying is, is that Greg could be setting a trap, could be dangling or luring, offering something to Catherine to see if she'll take the bait. And that could be sheltering him and protecting information that she gave him. If she told him, She's protected as long as she's totally transparent. She only gets into deep water is when she starts uh, protecting the information, covering for him, saying things to protect him. Right. If 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 like she said, he lied under oath, you know, and we and we literally we just don't know in this. But it was interesting, you know. You bring up the article and this information from the Crown. I just, you know, we we. We've known of Greg since earlier this year. I mean, I watched before uh, Dinesh D'Souza's documentary came out. I was watching him testify in the Wisconsin state legislature in regards to the shenanigans in that state from 2020. And um, he was clearly a cybersecurity expert on the witness stand in the Wisconsin legislature. So I'm thinking, okay, this guy has done cybersecurity his whole life, but then you see this article from the Cron and no, back then he was doing, um, you know, health, health care, um, private, he was, he was taking government, um, health department departments and privatizing them, um, nothing to do with cyber anything. And so I'm like, okay, so when did he get into cybersecurity and why, 
Was it because he saw a money opportunity? You know, what are, what are his real intentions? Everyone's asking now. We just don't know. And I think it's interesting that Donald Tooper, who's known Greg and Catherine for years, is asking those same questions and that Donald Tooper always felt a little bit iffy about Greg. And Donald's big question right now is, was there a, a third person in that hotel room at all? Are they going to jail right now because they don't have any name to disclose and they, they don't want to get busted for, for lying? That's just Donald Hooper's question. As someone who loves and admires Catherine and wants the best for her and wants to protect elections, um, but has serious questions about, about Greg. So let, let me, let me throw out a possible scenario that I've seen happen with people in my life infiltrating what I'm doing with the meetings of so, uh, journalists and so forth. Somebody makes a mistake. Their firm is involved in drug dealing or malfeasance of some kind, but a white collar, no victim crime. The favorite thing of the FBI is not to bust that person. Favorite thing of the FBI, especially if it's political, is to turn that person into an, an informant. They can be a health expert over here one day. They can be a cyber expert over here the next election cycle. They can be a transportation mm. expert the next cycle. And all they have to do is offer money. Usually it's always money, right, in order in exchange for a promise. Some so kind you're of, implying that, Brett, that the FBI is moving Greg Phillips around. I'm just saying if they ever had him over a barrel where he, where these Greg, here's the story. You're going to jail for 20 years, okay? Or you can help us with election operations. We want to make sure that all of our uh, people in government are honest. And we want you to be the bag man who offers money at certain points along the way to make sure that these people are on the up and up. This is what the FBI did in the Abscam case. To me, this looks just like Abscam, and I worked a case in Washington, D.C. with the Awans that seemed to be the same thing, where they were luring and dangling money in front of all the Republican and Democratic uh, people when they got on you know, Lockheed. They'd pretend like they were Lockheed or whatever, or, or they were going to have a bid, and they say, well, Lockheed's price is this. What's your price? You know, What are you going to do? How are you going to make it worth my while? That type of thing. Um, so, so this is called counterintelligence. In this case, I didn't have any inklings of that. And then I read the affidavit that Catherine put out from Nguyen, the agent in Michigan. And he said, the counterintelligence group in D.C. is involved in this now, and they've turned the tables, and now you are the target, not Connect. As soon as I heard that, I said, FBI informant, entrapment, this is what counterintelligence does. They're going after Catherine Engelbrecht because she's the rising star. And uh, look, we uh, we have no idea what's really true about about Greg, but we want to ask all the questions about everyone. And um, let's look at this affidavit in which uh, to which you're referring. I've showed it um, on my previous podcast, but let's zone into what we're talking about here. I want to start with this section in the uh, criminal complaint against Eugene Yu. Um, this this was paperwork filed in the Connect versus True the Vote lawsuit filed um, this past Friday by the defendants. Um, they included affidavits from Greg, Catherine, and then they included the criminal complaint 
um, from Los Angeles County against Eugene Yu, CEO of Connect. I want to zone into this section of the criminal complaint against Eugene Yu before we get to the FBI text, because let's be clear here. Some people like Donald Hooper, who, who loves and respects Catherine and is worried about Greg for her. Um, it's, it's not like, I mean, when you read this affidavit, it is not, or this, this uh, criminal complaint. This is um, law enforcement in Los Angeles County, California, accusing Eugene Yu um, of the same things that Greg Phillips was saying. So did Greg Phillips also con the Los Angeles County law enforcement? Or is Greg Phillips telling the straight up truth? When you read this, it appears that Los Angeles County did a separate investigation and agrees with Greg Phillips that connect is in the wrong. And again, I bring up what I brought up yesterday. I was trying to look at it through, um, you know, an uh, unbiased judge's eyes and say, why is Hoyt treating this case this way? And um, the fact that Judge Hoyt doesn't want to acknowledge the Los Angeles case against Eugene U makes me ask questions about Judge Hoyt. But let's read. I haven't actually read this segment to you guys in my show yet. It says here, Quote, on or about, and this is law enforcement of, of Los Angeles County, uh, L.A., um, in California, writing this. On or about October 10th, 2019 through October 4th, 2022, Eugene Yu and other employees of Connect, Inc. were provided these services, um, were providing these services to Los Angeles County using third-party contractors based in China. This is after they previously wrote that Connect promised to house this information in the U.S., but then they find out they're using third-party contractors based in China. This is a quote from Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office, not a quote from anyone else. Okay. Based on the on evidence, it says, recovered from a search warrant executed October 4th, 2022, just a month ago, the District Attorney's Office discovered that Connect employees Known and unknown sent personal identifying information of Los Angeles County election workers to third-party software developers who assisted with creating and fixing Connect's internal poll chief software. Los Angeles County District Attorney's Office goes on to say on or about August 18, 2022, Louis Nebergoy, project manager for Connect's contract, with the County of Los Angeles confirmed via messaging app Ding Talk that any employee for Chinese contractors working on Poll Chief software had, quote, super administrative privileges for all Poll Chief clients. Mr. Nabergoy described the situation as a huge security issue. On or about October 4th, 2022, Louis Nabergoy, project manager for Connect's contract with the County of Los Angeles, sent an internal email to Connect employees stating that the company was moving to a new stage in the company's maturity and we need to ensure the security, privacy, and confidentiality of our cl- uh, client data. Nabergoy further stated that uh, to accomplish this, personal identifying information would no longer be included in the fixing of Connect's poll chief software. So anyway, Los Angeles County um, law enforcement is making the same claims that True the Vote and Greg Phillips made. Now, some people wonder, did Greg, did Greg Phillips um, 
Con, Los Angeles County, Thursday, when questioned, Greg says that after, I guess, after they did the pit event, Los Angeles County reached out to Greg to get more information on what he knows about Connect. But I don't know, it says here that Los Angeles County made their own contacts with this um, this guy from Connect uh, named Louis Nabergoy and and confirmed, I guess, that, that this information was housed in China. So, well, let me yeah. let me take? Take a, let me take a stab at this because it looks like all the actors in this little play were all this FBI from <laughs> every corner of our country come together is in this pit in 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 Arizona where they're all speaking. And everybody from every district office and every FBI office is all there in this one place. Uh, What if it was this? What if it was DHS saying, we want to dossier every person in America? We want to have a file on Ivory. We want to have a file on George. We want to take all the swab information from the coronavirus and put that in the file. We want to put all their geolocation information in a file. We want to take all this technology and, and center, center this to Wuhan. Uh, it was interesting that a lot of this data from Connect goes to Wuhan. Yu's wife was in this human on a chip a program at nanomedicine in Michigan state. So let's just say that's what DHS wants. Now they know that that's not going to be popular in the United States. It violates like six constitution and uh, six amendments of the constitution. Right. So we'll have a third party do it. Right. We'll have China do it. Well, what's going to be our biggest obstacle in getting this uh, company in here? Connect and all their votum, and and then they have an uh, they have fifty six IQ, which was their whiteboarding application in counties and whiteboarding applications in government. Two meeting, five meeting. What's the big objection going to be? Well, it's all going to the Chinese Communist Party. As soon as it hits the router in Shanghai, it becomes the property of China. That's not good for Americans' bank accounts and Americans' uh, uh, American social security number. You could do social credit scoring through a Chinese servers with this system. DHS could use them as a as a you know data bureau. Who's the one person that could stop this? Who's the one person that could rally the American people to stop this? I look at it and say, Catherine Engelbright is way up at the top of the list. I don't know who's in second, but I would have named her even not knowing who else. Maybe there was a couple of people. Um, Julian Assange maybe would be higher. To wait. Okay. To, to stopping. What I'm saying is, if let's say I, I wanted to do, do a dossier like they did on Trump but for every man, woman, and child in America. And I wanted to combine all the swab data and the vaccine data and the financial data and yeah, where you go with yourself. That's way off topic with Connect, who is, they, they focus on poll worker. I, I understand. I understand. I understand. I'm just saying, I'm, this is a thought experiment, okay? 
And I'm just saying that the election software is the nose under the tent. It's the camel's nose under the tent. If we can get them to buy off on the CCP and two guys who've had a long history, uh, me and you have had a long history with the CCP. Nobody, nobody's arguing that, right? Uh, you, uh, CCP and the, his, his partner in the first five years of this company, Connect, CCP. One guy's still in China, in Hong Kong. He's the Office of Science and Technology for the Communist Party in, in Hong Kong. So nobody's arguing that they have this CCC, CCP background, right? Yeah. Uh, who is the person who's going to get in between this and us putting this system in? The only person that raised their resistance here for this was Catherine Engelbrecht. And that's why they want to destroy her. She's the only person in this real situation we're talking about since 2020 bringing in these uh, Chinese CCP guys to administrate our poll watching. She's the, she's the, the resistance. So you've hmm. got to compromise her. The FBI doesn't huh. do any other than that. that they make crime, and right? And you think um, Greg was brought in to compromise her? Listen to what Peter Strzok says on how you get somebody to cooperate with you. Money ideology, coercion, or appeal to their ego. Mice, he calls well, it. Um, Greg Hang Phillips it. did say, uh, on Thursday, Greg Phillips testified that he is a former FBI informant. Um, back in January 2021, he was an FBI informant, and now he is not. Um, what was he informing the FBI about at that time? I don't know. Um, but see, the, the, that... that people can move back and forth between being FBI informant and not. It's just a signature. It's, 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 uh, it's not like a, it's this head counsel for the FBI can just sign a form like a pen register. It doesn't need to go to uh, in outside the FBI and the FBI yeah. uh, judicial folks. They just ask. It's not like they need to go for a FISA to a judge anymore once the person's registered into the informant database. So you can turn them on and turn them off six months at a time. You can turn them on and turn them off six months at a time. And what they normally do is keep them as DIA informants over a long period of time. And then when they need them, they turn them on like a light bulb. So the fact yeah, well, go ahead. This, let me just show this uh, again. This is from the court filings. These are, uh, Catherine's text messages with the FBI. I guess this was in the on the Signal app, it appears, and uh, with three different FBI agents. And um, at one point, the FBI agent gives Catherine his his FBI email address, bdfowler at fbi.gov. Um, he's asking her to help him with Michigan-centric details, financial data that may have been compromised info regarding Australia subsidiary um, and alleged civil suit because, again, Australia raised the same alarm back in 2020 when they were working with Connect. Australia said in 2020, whoa, wait, this is connected to China. Maybe we shouldn't do this. So it's it's interesting. It, it's not like Greg Phillips is making this up out, out of thin air. I mean, we're seeing from all over the place. So people questioning Greg Phillips. Look, I don't know what to believe. I'm not here to throw anyone on, under the bus. I'm just trying to get to the truth right now. But let's analyze everything. I did have um, some questions for Greg Phillips based on his testimony. But looking at Catherine Engelbrecht's text with the FBI, it appears um, it, it 
it, it appears she's um, really serious about this. And um, the FBI eventually dropped off. Uh, the, this agent right here warned her that she, she's in her testimony. She said this is the agent who warned her that the D.C. office just got involved and she better watch her back because they're going to turn the tables on her. And after that, he and the rest of the FBI ghosted her. And and now she's dealing with this lawsuit. Um, guys, let's just look at let's let's look at what detention center she's being housed at. She is in a federal jail right now. This is it, Joe Corley Detention Facility, according to court filings. You can see this is the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. That's right. Illegal aliens are being housed um, with her in federal jail. Um, talking to Donald Hooper today, he said, look, that is not a nice facility whatsoever. She's not going to last long there. Um, you know, she's they're, they're going to figure out a way to get her out, out of there. She's going to figure out a way to get the heck out of this federal jail because this is a brutal facility where hardcore criminals are housed and that's where she's staying right now for she's been there for over a day um it's interesting um i i i don't know what's your take george well if it's this one uh in uh conroe texas the joe corley detention facility i thought she was going to go to the 10th floor uh, I didn't realize she was already there at the Joe Corley, but uh, it's not it's not my idea of summer camp. Um, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, we got, hold on, we got a super chat. Oh, there you go. You're showing it. Um, yeah, federal facility. That's, the court filings say that's where she's being kept, as well as Greg. They're both being kept there. Um, it's Chewy. Thank you for the super chat. You, says, is it, you said, is it possible... Um, if I can give a special shout out to Lauren Leal, I like when she makes an appearance on Truth Buff. Yes, Lauren Leal rocks. She's a wonderful person. She sure has a story to tell recently. We'll see if we can get her back on. But the drama in the media world is unreal, you guys. So big ups to, to Lauren. Uh, corporate news is corrupt. Um, corporate sports world is corrupt as well. She's a sports reporter. Okay, so George, um, we're, we're hitting an hour. I like to keep my show short if possible. But yeah. guys, I just wanted to um, update you guys on a lot of questions that people have. There is more that I have heard that I really wish I could bring to you that was off the record today, people directly associated with Greg and Catherine. So I have serious questions about all this. This, the plot just continues to thicken, and I don't know what to believe, but I'm, I'm on the side of trying to find the truth here. Well, I just, uh, before I go, uh, just to make a comment on the beard, the Smith Brothers cough drops, you know, beard that uh, Greg has and has grown, oh, yeah. which does defeat um, facial recognition, and a lot of times when, um, yeah. Uh, a lot of times when people have gotten committed crimes, it's been under another name and they've been given a new name uh, as an informant. Um, and so if folks have access to that, I know there's pictures of Greg out there um, with uh, before 
the beard. I'm not saying he's a criminal. I'm just saying for some reason he testified that he's an FBI informant. Usually you don't become an FBI informant. That might have been news to Catherine unless you are being coerced, usually. So I just would ask everybody to think about that. Um, and when you're looking at 20 years at Corley, um, I don't know. It, it just seems like he's in a pressure cooker. Maybe he thinks he can get out of this by stonewalling. This judge, you've seen this judge twice. You know this judge is not going to accept that. This judge has already put him in jail, and we'll keep them in jail until they talk. And I really recommend for both of them, and I'm not an attorney, but I would say just be as honest and transparent as possible, as soon as possible, unless it's all a show, you know, and that this is going to be, they're going to be in jail for the whole election cycle until the election, you know, well, who knows? If they're lying, then the Los Angeles County district attorney's office is lying, right? That's the thing. Well, they're not lying. I mean, and this, why, why has the FBI not dropped a bomb on this China connection themselves? Why is it LA County? They want DHS, DHS wants to run all the elections. DHS does not want counties, 3,000 different, 3,415 different counties running their own elections. DHS wants to control elections. And this Catherine Engelbrecht, for whatever reason, is the only person that has stood up. And she's the one thing in their way. Uh huh. So, well, it's just, it this that. is very, I just have a lot to ponder because Donald Hooper, I talked to today, I know that he cares a lot about elections. He cares a lot about our country. He wants people to be free. And he speaks highly of Judge Hoyt. He speaks highly of, of Catherine, says he's concerned about her with her, her dating Greg Phillips. And he's very, for years, he has questioned Greg Phillips. So hearing all that, you know, because I'm newer to their case. Um, hearing that from a man who's a patriot, I'm just, you know, just thought I would bring that to you all. Because I want to keep informing the public. And Greg, or, or George, <laughs> thank you so much for the work that you're doing looking into this as well. It's good to be independent and question everything. And I will, um, I'll link your Twitter down below. Looks like you're frozen, George. Oh, there you are. I'll link uh, well, your Twitter I, down below. I appreciate that. And I was just going to say, if anything hits the docket, call me and text me, and I'll do the same for you. If anything hits the docket with these guys getting out of jail. Yeah, for sure. Sounds good. Okay. Thanks, All right. Everybody. We'll keep you guys updated. Until next time. Bye. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new eBooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now.
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. 